welcome to Season 5 of the Raiders Rambles. Yes, we've made it this far. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me, as always, is none other than my amazing co-host, Avira. Aw, thanks so much, buddy. <laughs> hey, guys, I hope you're having a fantastic 2022 so far. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, we're having a good day. Fantastic. And joining me along for the ride is Noble. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And next on the panel, we have Beowulf. Jackal of all trades, master of nothing. Good evening, afternoon, and morning to all. Whatever oh, man, I missed you. You're in. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a pleasure to have you on board again. I do enjoy being here now and again. Mm-hmm. Feelings mutual. And so, here we are. And like we said, we have now entered into 2022. How's it been a treating you so far? at that. <clears throat> it's been a week already, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm flown now. Well, on my end, December 15th is when my state reopened, I think it was. And I thought, mm -hmm. well, shit's going to go to hell. <laughs> yeah, and it has been so far. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been seeing the news about uh, the land down under. It's been kind of up and down with, uh, oh, thousands of new cases, more lockdowns. And then they're going to ease restrictions. And like a week later, it goes back up again. It's yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Here in New South Wales, you know, we're basically getting... You could say we're getting our asses kicked by the new Kung Flu variant. <laughs> but right now, you know, they're basically rolling the restrictions that you can't sing and dance at, you know, at gatherings to something, something to to slow down the spread of COVID. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I have to say, the land down under seems to be going up and down like, um, oh, what, what's the thing? The... The flight where you can get zero G for like three minutes, they take you on an airliner and they go up to like thirty thousand feet and they die they dive and you get zero G for like thirty seconds, then they climb oh, back yeah, up yeah. and dive. The, the zero gravity die. thing. That you're looks just fun. Doing, yeah, you you just do that parabola up and down and up and down and up and down and it's like when it when are you gonna just make a nice slope downwards? It, it would be <laughs> so much better to just just hey, it's gonna get bad, but we're okay. It's going to get bad. We're okay. Hey, we're in the no. good times. We're not going to relax. But hey, it's just like, no, no, we're going to go lockdowns open. Lockdowns open. Lockdowns open. <laughs> I in think state, we all know. Yeah, go on. Uh, sorry. In my state, businesses are more shutting themselves down simply because they just don't have the staff to, well, you know, staff the business. That's exactly what's I think that's a happening. worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody's getting thing. There's labor shortages. People don't want to work, and people well, oh. people aren't willing to work unless they have. And even employers are having trouble keeping staff ground. People in oh. Tassie are willing to actually work. The problem is that they get these quarantine orders because oh, we tested positive. Probably should have gone out for that shindig last night. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, everyone's stir-crazy and everything else, but also, 
I, I think a lot of it in the U.S. at least has to do with, uh, I read an article a while back that was basically that uh, the boomer generation and like kind of the generations that are on the verge of retiring when they got forced out of the job market by being laid off just chose to take early retirement and they aren't going to go back into the workforce because they're retired now. Dude, that's actually very true. Uh, my, at the last job I used to work at before my current one, um, I, I used to work with this guy, Ed. He was super cool. But uh, he, he was an like, older guy, like in his 60s, 70s, thereabouts. And he said that he uh, left that current job because he was being paid more by the government for not working than he would be actually working there. So I'm like, oh, dude, that's kind of depressing, actually. Yeah, that that's what the government... That's thirty what they billion do, dollars, much. and then gave two trillion to everything else. Ah, oh, wonderful plan. But anyway, uh, how was everyone's uh, New Year's? Did you do anything fun? Um, Wait, when was you know, I had the occasional fancy dinner <laughs> with the family. Okay. I actually had a fancy dinner a couple of days ago. Joe, can you bring up the yes. photo I sent you? Thanks. You watched Ghostbusters Afterlife, didn't you? Yeah, that was my New Year's resolution. Turns oh, out good. Gold, gold class. <laughs> well, you can die okay. a happy man now because you fulfilled on that. Yeah. It didn't need that bloody action in it, though. I mean, for crying out bloody loud. <laughs> Besides, if you tried to pull that, Neko won the vehicle, basically would have blown a gasket. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a good time to go to the cinemas if you, you know, there's good movies on the lineups. Just yeah, Holly, Hollywood's releasing the backlog. I might start saving up to go see Sonic 2 at the cinema. Oh, heck yeah. If I can get it in gold cast, because I'm pretty sure I don't want to go to the regular cinema now. I have yet to see Spider-Man, like the newest one. That looked really good. I've already seen, like, spoilers for it. I'm not going to say anything, but, like, it looked really cool. I bet you, Joe. I went and seen the House of Gucci with my folks. Oh, how was that? story, too, you know? It was quite interesting. Like, it it seemed to have dragged on because it's quite a long movie that goes for at least a bit over two hours. But, you know, it was quite surprising, like, how they cinematography the you know the cinematography having Lady Gaga be one of the the main characters on the film and so forth. Yeah, yeah, I saw the trailer for that. It seemed like she'd be perfect for that um for, for that role. <laughs> she just has that that kind of um that charisma, I guess. Was she good in it? Like, is she a good actress? Yeah, she yeah she really did a great job of it. Nice. You know, like imitation Italian accent and all. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. The last movie I saw in theaters still to this day was 1917. Back in, like... God, I think this is, like... I'm not gonna... I'm gonna say, like, early 2020, maybe. Oof. Or maybe it was 2019. Like, even... I'm not sure exactly when it was. It was, like, right before the whole pandemic even started. Yeah, I think it was back in, like, February of 2020 or something. That was the last movie I ever saw. And then, like, a month later, that movie theater shut down. I've never been back since. So, kind of a bummer. Yeah. So, what do you think we can expect from the year going ahead? You know, with the current situation and everything? Well, 
personally, I can't wait to see more people turning around and screaming and shouting for blood and then some asshole going out and, well, you know, doing it. Because, unfortunately, we have had that lately. Oh, you mean, like, protesters, like, enough with the lockdown and stuff like that? No, no, not protesters, but I'm talking about someone getting a stick up their ass about something and then calling for others to basically be brutally murdered. I mean, we've already seen that uh, late 2021. And oh, yeah, I've people got a feeling crazy, that right? people are going to start calling for more violence and not protesting, but basically terrorism. Home, nothing but homegrown terrorism, literally over nothing. Wow, and you, you think that might be a, a side effect of like people being locked in their homes and all these restrictions and just people going absolutely bonkers? No, it's just more people doing shit they don't realize. Hmm, and okay. I can't wait to see more of it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I hope not. I mean, at least not here. I don't want to, you know, more cities to be burning down. But um, Well, some useless prick thought plowing his vehicle through a your group of people was a good idea. It's stuff like that, you know, just amping up even more. I mean, guns can, by all means, you know, kill a lot of people, but so can a moving vehicle. Yeah, and then you had that wacko that set the uh, the Fox Christmas tree on fire. Like a 20, or like, what is it? Like a 10-story tall, freaking huge-ass Christmas tree they just set on fire for no reason. Because Wait, Fox... really? Yeah, dude, this happened like right before Christmas. I did not hear of that. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty big story, man. Well, it's what they call random acts of violence. Uh, yeah, some dude like arson out of nowhere. I don't freaking know. But I'm hoping that this year, 2022, you know what I really think is going to happen? I think that <clears throat> people are going to be so completely done with all these lockdowns and restrictions. And every other like month or so, they're just going to invent a new a corona variant to scare more people, to restart the lockdowns, to get your 10th or 11th fucking booster, or stupid crap like that. It's never going to end. Maybe by the end no. of the year, hopefully. But it, not it, just it doesn't that. seem it, like uh, they, they've They've gotten to the point where they're like, hey. We have lots of power now. Let's keep let's keep new variant, new variant, new variant, new variant, new variant. Yeah, it, yeah, that's it, what it seems like. It's fear mongering at its best, and it's just not not going well in more rural areas. Who are like, but like the cities, the cities and stuff. It, it's like everyone's like. No, we have to lock down. We understand the 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 calamity this could cause, and everyone in the rural areas is like, "You guys are idiots." Yeah, didn't no. only like didn't only like ten or twelve people in the entire world die of the Omicron already? Like, it's like less than twenty people. Like, it's it, not that bad. There, there, in, insert the Omicron like symptoms. Head cold. <laughs> It is the first thing that comes to mind when you when you look yeah. through it. You're like, that looks like a head cold. Yeah, it's like runny uh, nose. I the sniffles. I wonder why there's a head cold going on in, you know, flu season, kind of cold season. Hmm. My concern uh, is more the aggressive uh, LGBTQ plus community deciding that. Well, I'm going to go out and kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. Again, there. there's there's been some craziness about that for sure. I mean, I hope that's we don't see more of that in 2022. Of course, they have gotten a little bit more crazy lately, but when they haven't, you know. It's the roller coaster ride. Everything's a roller Goodness. coaster. 
Dude, there was, there was a freaking Karen at my work the other day. Or no, not the other day. A few weeks ago, because I haven't been to work in a while. I got the hoofs. But, um, no, so I was, you know, ringing her up or whatever. And I had, like, my mask on, because, you know, we have to have that, unfortunately. But it was, like, beneath my nose. And she's like, excuse me, pull your mask up. I was like, huh? Yeah, you heard me. Pull your mask up. And she's, like, wearing rubber gloves. She has, like, double masks, like this creepy old lady. Like, she looks like a witch or something. And I was, like, five minutes left in my shift. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever, man. I, I don't fucking care. I don't, I don't want to deal with this nonsense. So I'm like, okay, okay. And I, I, like, <laughs> I treated her like a child. It was kind of cute. I'm like, all right, here you go, ma'am. Have a nice day. And she, she gave me this weird look like, why are you talking like that? I'm like, yeah, because you're a fucking child. Like, stop being afraid, pussy. Ah, sorry. I had to get that off my chest. That was really annoying me. All right, Joel, what's our first story for today? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've basically said, you know, speaking of what we're going to expect in 2022, this, I believe, is going to set the precedent for what we may expect in 2022. Um, you know how we were all expecting, oh, 2022 is going to be better. You know, things are going to really open up a bit more. And, you know, and people can finally get their lives back in track and people can finally have fun again. No, yeah, it's not allowed. that. <laughs> Not allowed <laughs> about that. So, what we're looking at is um, one of the premier furry conventions in San Jose, California, Further Confusion, which usually ha hosts itself on a January, have to close down. In their Twitter, they say, due to the risk presented by COVID-19 and the unavailability of many of our staff, vendors, DJs, and supporters, we are heartbroken to announce that FC 2022 will not be held January 13th to 17th. Now, mind you, they made this announcement yesterday, and the con is in a week from now. So imagine all the thousands of people who bought plane tickets, who took time off work, who traveled, who already have hotels booked. No shit. They are... I mean, they might be refunding them, but, oh man, the travel problems, that's a whole can yeah. of worms. You know, it's going to have to get to a point where places like this are only going to be able to give a certain percentage of a refund. Yeah, well, especially because if of the like cost of administration. Well, and when you cancel a hotel contract, it also does cost a lot to do that. Yeah, because you there's know, all sorts of clauses and everything else that unless there's specific things are met, you have to pay at least a certain amount of money. Yeah, because like they're expecting a certain amount of attendees to be at this event, and then if they just cancel it, literally like last minute, like the the hotel is like, well, crap, we could have housed you know six hundred or seven hundred regular customers instead of you guys. Yeah, uh, however, they can't I'm actually house kind of, anyone. I'm kind of actually waiting to see what news comes out of this because they're that, like I said, this was literally in. FC, yeah, going to FC, yeah, going to FC, and then all of a sudden, Dink cancelled, and it was just everywhere. And it was like, what? What happened? There was no lead-up. There was just one minute it's happening, the next no con. Yeah, even I a week hope... before it was, was going to be on. You know, I would this, hope this that is literally the past place... couple days. Sorry, no, we'll keep walking over you. I would hope that there is a stipulation in the contract where if they have to shut down because of um, lockdowns or restrictions put in place that there's not so much a hefty fine put on them. Yeah, I, see, this, that doesn't I'm seem like sure. the case here. Because they're, they're still um, 
there's like all of the they're like you can donate your reg and you can you know give us twenty five dollars to uh, keep the con going kind of thing. So I think that they're kind of hosed. Well, this was the problem we had during the first year and a half of the pandemic when there actually were laws and restrictions and like lockdowns and shit where it was literally impossible for the hotel to even be open for that amount of people. So they had yeah. to cancel. Like that wasn't even like a breach of contract. That was just like a state mandate that they had to do it. Now, this does not seem to be the case. I, it, yeah, it, it, from what they say, it seems like just too many of their staff are just either they're very sick or it might have been some kind of internal issue, I'm thinking. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it could have been an internal issue, but I think I uh, someone said somewhere that San Jose was really like cracking down, quote unquote, on uh, like unmasked convention kind of things or unmasked gatherings. Wow. So I I think it was something that they couldn't basically guarantee that the they would be able to do of, that, you know. and San Jose's like you're not allowed to do this. The fact that this happened literally a week before, and this is a pretty big con, too. I, I have a feeling it has something Damn. to do with staffing. I, it, I'm thinking it, that. Like, because... I, yeah. Yeah. I think if it, given that the currently we're all facing, um, you know, high, rising case numbers that have shot up exponentially, and with more and more people basically being out of action... That's, mm. That certainly has contributed to it, you know? Like, people can't fly out. Now they basically have to go into isolation. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you get... Because I imagine... I, well, in my mind, I would think that for a convention, you have kind of your priest, your actual staff staff. You know, you have a gathering of your staff. So maybe their whole staff ended up getting it, or getting exposed or a large portion of their staff, and they just can't host it. That might be the case. Like, let's say if, like five like maybe half of their team is sick and they have to be like oh two weeks you know i can't come back it's like well you know what can you do if like you know the main organizers aren't able to even be there yeah. like that would that be that that'd be a or, bummer or like you know a, a third of your actual like legitimate certified convention staff like the people who actually run everything minus your years yeah. if like two-thirds of them got it you, this this is something that I could see is actually a, a reason for that to happen is that way too many of them ended up in a in a space where they ended up being with someone who tested positive and because they were with someone who tested positive then they have to quarantine themselves and imagine all the the other people that helped the the show go on you know like uh the yeah. panelists the um the DJs the people like that all of them you know? are out of out of essentially their their chance to go and be out and out and about. Yeah, I mean, well, what if a lot of them got sick too? Like, oh, sorry, I have to cancel my, you know, five o'clock show or whatever. Like, okay, well, that sucks. I mean, you, you could you could mix mix stuff around a little bit, but if you had a large portion of them of your actual like people who are hosting panels and stuff cancel out, yeah, you'd be you'd be done because you wouldn't have half the schedule. Yeah, and especially, like, with this new variant, which it is less deadly and dangerous, thankfully, but it's way more infectious. I mean, hell, I, I got it, like, a week ago, and, like, I know three of my friends got it at the same time. Like, all at once, too. And they were one of them was, like, double vaccinated, too. And he literally just got it three weeks ago. I was like, shit, really? Like, how did that happen? I don't know. I did everything I was supposed to. Like, yeah, okay, dude, well. And, suppose and I supposedly believe that the vaccines were going to prevent it. 
Yeah, right. I'm quadruple vaxxed, and I still got it. I don't understand. (laughs) I don't know. It's ninety-nine percent of people forget what a vaccine actually is. Yeah, the thing is, it's not meant to prevent you from getting sick. It's meant to make the symptoms less extreme. Supposed to teach your body how to fight the actual virus. Actually, didn't work because. I have a slightly different spike protein, so your immune system is now currently hyperactivated against a certain thing. Uh, I'm just going to go around it. Yeah, so, I mean, I I really hope that that's not the case. Like, at least all these people that, if they did get sick, all, all the people that run this con, I mean, I hope they're going to be okay. You know, like, hopefully yeah. in a few weeks, it'll all blow over. You know, maybe the spike will eventually go down, like, like we've seen with Delta or whatever the other Lambda variants that they had. Well, I'm, I'm Omicron, that must not be Omicron said. is like three days and it's over from everything that I've, I've seen about it. It's like three days of a head cold and it's over. Um, I guess hey. that depends if you're vaxxed or not. Hey, at least, hey, on the silver lining, if you do get it, enjoy the herd immunity. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, hopefully. But you know what, uh, with 2022 coming, and this does set a precedent, and not not just cons canceling out of nowhere, because I feel like that unfortunately might actually happen. Because if you've seen all the comments on Twitter about this, most people are like, oh, we understand, please be safe, it's okay. And I saw a couple people that were like, holy crap, you literally just pulled it out from under the rug from us, what are we supposed to do? And then they, they got like yelled at, they're like, how dare you? Yeah, like, look at this, completely understandable, we thank you, like, I would be fucking pissed. And it's like, but I also completely understand. Well, if I was working like an actual job where I had paid time off that I had to schedule months in advance for this specific weekend, and then oh, what I was going to go to isn't going to happen. Yeah, I'd 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 be mad about it. Yeah, and they didn't even give you like advanced announcement at all. It was like literally yesterday they said this, and the con's supposed to be happening in what a week. I mean, goddamn. And with like airline tickets i think there's now with a they're probably more flexible because of covid but i think that you're still probably within that time frame that usually they want three four days ahead of time is usually your cancellation period same with rooms usually it's the day before um so realistically i don't think that there's a lot of people that are locked into uh, like a room or a flight, but I, 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 uh, I hope not. Th- there could be some people who ended up like that, but you know, airlines also now are like, hey, you can switch your flight to any time that year. So you figure, okay, well, FC's not going to happen. I guess I'll fly somewhere else for a con if I can get paid time off for it. Right, and so we come back to the whole, you know, what what precedent this has started. Are they? Are we going to see more cons basic, you know, being able, being brave enough to go up and and open despite what we're facing, or are they going to go gonna back to this? the virtual route? <laughs> I I think the virtual route people are kind of sick of that. But what what else, another problem is is the whole idea of like vaccination passports and like you have to wear a freaking mask, con- all the time. Like this is not normal. This is not a normal thing to be doing. Like people get con crowd all the time. It doesn't really, you know, it happens. Yeah. It, it, it's like whatever, you know. But it, it, the thing with FC, I'm concerned with how quickly it degraded. I, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll put it that way. Because it went from 
happening to not happening in 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was fast. In le in less than a week than from when it's supposed to happen. I mean, it it's it was supposed to start in 6 days. My personal opinion for virtual cons as was said is garbage because my internet is garbage. I would much rather be in person. Now, I think there is a medium where you can have virtual events and real, like, actual in-person events happening simultaneous, where you can film them for online people to see and to participate in. Mm -hmm. But I, That's I definitely think, true. For me, virtual cons don't have... Like, I, I, I have no appeal... No, it's like playing a video game. I mean, it's not. It's why, not really. Why would I sit and watch a video for who knows however many hours just to watch a couple events take place and watch pre-recorded stuff happen? And it's like, it's just not as fun to watch it. Now, don't get me wrong. I've gone and watched, like, dance competitions from other conventions and stuff. But I, I there's something different about seeing something that's filmed at a convention as opposed to like from home yeah. <laughs> you know yeah it's, it's weird man it, the, the whole virtual cons got really weird convention so that yeah it's just like no but now with with the fc it's too late for them to even attempt to make a virtual con they can't even yeah, do that it, now it's, unless it's they want to postpone way, it for like a month like they, yeah it's yeah. No. You're, you're you're talking a week to get everything set up, and that's just not going to happen. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to make a rule we have to wear a mask in the virtual world. <laughs> your, your character doesn't have a mask on. I'm going to get the cyber coof. Avera. No. <laughs> Someone uh, had a little video where while in Teams or Zoom, they actually had to still wear a mask. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> what the crap? Facial expressions are prejudiced now. <laughs> yeah, how dare you smile? No more fun for you. Damn, it, it's crazy. But I, there's really, I think most cons now, probably like 99% of them from 22 onward are probably going to have both a mask mandate and like a vaccine passport type of rule. Now, I'm not really sure how that works internationally. Because like every country has its own different stuff yeah I, I, I think a lot of the international travelers have to have to get like a quick test at the airport before they board the flight and then they right. have to get one after and you know and that basically costs you like a couple hundred yeah it, it's it's weird how this progressed as rapidly and as weirdly as it did why because because we went from, hey, you know, there's this new thing. We're not going to bother, you know, we're, we're going to be like, hey, take, take precautions and everything else. And now it's, you must do this. You must have the government sign off on it. You must have more government intervention. You must have more government intervention. Yeah, then yeah I think we're starting to cascade away yeah. from what we're talking about. But I'll just say this. Africa, 2013 to 2016. Anyway, let's move on. Oh, Ebola? Wait, is that what you're talking about? Yep. Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, see, it's not like Ebola. It's, like, basically a bad flu, but whatever. 
I'm hoping to at least go to a convention this year, maybe. I'm aiming for two. Yeah, I'm aiming for I, one at least. I have high hopes for three, but I'm aiming for two. You know, well, I have very low expectations about the cons down here in my neck of the woods because that pre mm -hmm. the quote-unquote premier convention of Australia for down under has announced that it is only a vaccinated-only con. Yeah, the, the vax-only cons are just kind of silly. Segregation I have is to... finest. So, out of curiosity, how many states or regions could host smaller fairy cons? I think, to be honest with you, you might have to start a grassroots-only movement well, in that case. Or just basically do your own parties, you know? You don't have to scale it up to convention level. I, I think just... the problem is is that depending on where you are, depending on usually how big your populace is, is dependent on how successful something like that would be. Well, a really good example of that is actually New Year's Furball, which just had their their con like a, a few days ago, you know, on New Year's. Unfortunately, I couldn't go because of you know the coofs. But uh, I know some of my friends went, of course, they had a mask mandate. You know, you have to get a vaccine pass to be there. But they only had about, say, like 250, maybe 300 people. And it's kind of been about like that consistent for the last like five or six years since I've been going. And it's kind of it's in a local area. It's like a couple states away from I think it's in like Rhode Island, I think. I'm not maybe Massachusetts. I don't remember. It's like in the northeast somewhere. But it's a relatively small con. It only lasts mm -hmm. a day. But it's it's a pretty large event, though. You know, the whole hotel well, basically is like rented out by us. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, you are right in a way because um, it really depends on where the populace is concentrated at. Because, like, well, also there was uh, what was it for for out west or whatever in in Cheyenne, Wyoming. They tried doing their convention and stuff, and uh, I mean, it, it was it was looking like it was going to be a couple hundred person convention. And then they had to cancel because there was 4chan people basically anonymously calling the hotel and giving out threats. Oh, know. shit. Yeah, that's a so, problem. Yeah, and it was, uh, they had to cancel and then they got, I think they, they still held it at the college, but because I couldn't get a room and stuff. Well, yeah. Gonna go? those, but what do you think, though? Is just as a, just to wrap up this little, you know, segment. I what think it think? sets is a the, dangerous the, um, precedent. I, I'll say this: the the yeah. FC canceling like this sets a dangerous precedent that I would be afraid of other conventions following. But it's something that at this point I've come to expect. Right. And is this um you know, do you feel very optimistic about the? you know, the possibility of cons happening for about 2022. Oh, I, I'm aiming for the stars for cons happening. But, you know, that's me. That's also I'm going to say, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say, no yeah. I think, the, I think the really big ones like Anthrocon, BLFC, MFF, TFF, those ones, those will be all right, I think. Yeah. I, I, like, I they're not going to cancel Anthrocon last week. You know, they're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, they, they'll do that probably a month or two in advance. Unless, of course, we get our obligatory mid-year lockdown. Because remember 2020, <laughs> April to May, we got our lockdown. Last year, July to October. Mm. That's that's and, true. And then, you yeah, know, maybe we'll have another obligatory well, one. Well, now we're on here. like 
but... Alpha, Delta, Gamma, Variant, Extra. No, 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 you must like say the, the two-letter na- two name that must not be said, and otherwise you'd lose all your social credit. <laughs> <laughs> what, Thados? <laughs> Something I. I don't know. C- give me a... Can I buy a consonant, please? <laughs> anyway. Alright, so, so... I have a question. How would people feel if say four or five cons in the same time zone different states decided we're gonna have five or six shows be held at different locations but streamed to the rest how do you guys feel about that oh what like a con like splitting up into multiple areas yes so say for instance uh four different states four different cities but with it's a the same large event. furry community. And let's say five shows decide, well, we would like to have this at each city, but only have it at one place and have it streamed out to the rest, but not streamed to the internet. So whether it's I, a comedy sketch or a, a talk or some kind of play, that kind of I thing. Don't know the logistics well that behind that over. sound very difficult. Yeah, uh, I don't it, think that would be possible. Just how the US furry base basically exists that's that's not something i think would go over well here no and given what they you know what they really expect out of a con experience it's not something that they you know yeah we, more or less that. u.s furries go to travel from what i've seen travel to a place so they can hang out with a bunch of people yeah they, so they kind of separate themselves from well some of them separate themselves from where they live so they can go and basically party all weekend for some and others it's so they can go hang out or they can go to panels or go to events yeah it's like oh my buddy's at this panel but he's in new york and i'm in wisconsin <laughs> but it's the no, same event work. like nah i don't know i don't know about that it's an interesting idea though mm-hmm. I, I think it would be something that you could you could almost set up like satellite conventions like a smaller convention a couple months away from your convention that are in like smaller cities further out, and I think something like that might work out. But I, I don't think that just taking it like a like if you took MFF and split it up and spread it through Chicago, Cincinnati, um, and St. Louis, I don't think it would maintain the same numbers. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Plus, yeah, logistics. So anyway. Yeah. Next item on the show is this. Okay. <laughs> Peter, also the right part of Netflix's The again. Witches Season 2 due to the use of live animals. Okay, so my first question is, are they referring to animals being slaughtered on camera? Or are they referring to animals... Um, being used as props, say for instance, a bunch of cows. No, how how dare you ride that horse? All right, that is human supremacy, how, and you are evil. Here is the question. Here is the the statement that they've produced. Peter made this thing. Netflix's The Witcher has a monster problem in that producers apparently monstrously chose to exploit a live lemur and squirrel monkeys, among other animals, instead of using modern and humane computer-generated imagery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you get real. 
<laughs> oh my god. What? Come on. How what is dare this? you play with animals? Ah, oh, this is silly. So what, literally... Okay, so it says, The entertainment industry typically uh, prematurely separates these animals from their mothers and thwarts their instinctual needs to explore, choose mates, raise young, and forage. Which is why kind attendance... Oh, kind audience... Yeah, why, why the kind audiences should skip <gasps> The Witcher and instead uh, toss a coin to the many films and shows that feature only willing human performers. Really? Okay. Only willing human performers? Animals can are I trained say, for this. They live amazing lives, these animals. Three words. You're doing what? the whole return to monkey wrong, Peter. Oh, okay, we're not the ones who should return to monkey. So, from what I understand, The Witcher itself has actually been doing pretty poorly since the story that they're telling isn't in line with the actual game. So, it's going down in ratings. I have to wonder if some asshole at the back end decided, now, how can we turn around and try to get some attention onto our TV show? Oh, I know! Let's get Peter to bust a nut! Oh, probably. Oh, Good lord. And they're like, oh, they're separated from their homes. No, they're raised in captivity, you moron. They can't live in the wild. They'll get eaten and die. Alright? At least they're getting pampered and, you know, famous. Their their parents lost that ability, either through an injury or something else. And they met another animal of the same species in captivity. And they were bred from captivity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, nowadays, you know, we do have animal rights laws. Like, they're not abused. Like, it's, I'm pretty damn sure it's illegal to, like, kill animals on screen nowadays, right? Like, you don't do that at all. Yeah, no. And animals are treated very well. Of course, yeah, accidents like happen with humans, days. too. Yeah. So what, are there, are there going to be, like, riding CGI horses? I mean, how stupid will that be? The horse was oh, taken from its horrible. owner! Oh, no! Gasp! Like, what? Like, I, I like how the fact that they don't mention the horses at all, but they have a like, right. That's what I'm saying. Lemurs, they, they should. owls, and camels. <laughs> yeah, what about the horses, though? I mean, come on. It's, uh. it's like standards. You, you almost double standard yourself because there's literally like six horse scenes just in still images, and they don't say anything about horses. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like, where the the ferrets and lemurs are talking about? Like, how are they being treated? Oh, there's an owl perched yeah. atop the the thing Let's there. Oh no! Little, you know. So miserable. It looks like it's having a evil, terrible, horrible time. Yeah, I bet that bird that they tried to put the little lit circle around so they knew what you were. <gasps> oh, is he feeding the sheep? <gasps> Dastardly! Oh, forbid he feeds sheep. Good <laughs> lord, that evil! Evil, shame him. Looks to me like that <laughs> camel was having a great time, just walking around like he didn't even care. No, he's an abused camel. <laughs> the, the Don't you know? I say, okay, I I somewhat agree with you. Was a lemur was in a cage for thirty I mean, yeah, but... seconds of the of the scene, and it was just like, eh, maybe. Yeah, but people put their pet hamsters in cages, otherwise they run away. So yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Parrots too. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. He's probably fine. 
And it's not like it's actually like the you know the Witcher times where they have like you know, they're branding them and whatnot and crazy shit like that. I mean, I mean it's a spacious cage. It's not like it's a actual what you would see in medieval eras where there's barely enough room for the animal. It doesn't even matter, dude. That's where you put ferrets. Yeah, but also at the same time, you know where where the farmers gonna go because you know farmers markets gotta have. They trade livestock and so forth. And are they really claiming that about every single animal that they that was that was shown? I mean, we saw ducks, we saw rats. I mean, were the rats taken away from their homes? God forbid. I mean, what are they talking about here? The lemurs, the owl, and the camel are the ones they're worried about. (laughs) Okay. But what about Harry Potter? They have owls there too. Remember when Harry Potter uh, smashed? you know, Hedwig into the platform nine and three quarters, and the poor thing was in its cage flopping around. I, I think it was fake, but like it looked pretty real. But yeah, they had owls on set. You know, whatever. I, uh, I, I, and, and these I animals are trained too. It, it's like they like, again, like the the, yeah. the parrot. The, the, in that scene, there's a parrot who's literally playing on probably the owner's or the uh, the trainer's hand he's enjoying himself because you watch like how people play with their parrots of course yeah falconers and and he's like yeah yeah it's not like he's he's being flung about no it's not like they were abducted by these you know poachers and they're just being exploited for tv it's like no they're trained for this like what are you talking about they probably live much better lives than those in the wild they're probably thinking about how half the people of PETA. So Peter's probably thinking that everything's still filmed the way with Milo and Otis, how they literally just drown the kitten. He's like, okay, oh, let's God. get the next one. Yeah, Actually, it's not really, that's really not what they're hanging, you know. Again, I, again, they're basically trying to go for this as another ploy to get relevant because you know how popular The Witcher is at the moment? It's one of Netflix's most tuned-in shows. Wait, it's I thought just, Witcher's the current season was doing pretty piss poorly. Well, ratings wise, happy with it. Ratings wise, yeah, it's yeah, pretty. Bad. A lot of people tune in, but they just don't like it. You know, it's kind of like the Oscars. You know, people tune in, <laughs> but they hate it. Yeah, Oscars are just they, they want to just slap everyone who's attending. Oh, I like this though. As of writing, uh, Netflix has not responded to Peter's criticisms. Yeah, good. Don't even give him the attention. Fuck him. We're doing that. <laughs> I guess so, but well, in a, in a better way. Just, you know. I'm part of the yeah, other PETA. So, I mean, look, you can you can count off the top of your head, I'm very sure, how many movies have used animals, you know, on set. I will say, though, there is one very, very upsetting scene. Do you guys remember Never Ending Story? When, when the horse drowned in quicksand? Mm-hmm. That was kind of whack, bro. I, I I think they actually sub, like submerged a real horse in like a vat of mud. Of course, that was made during like the eighties, so they didn't know any better. But good lord, I was sad. Oh, the poor thing, <laughs> he drowned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be honest. You, you go far I'm... enough back, and you you see some really stupid stuff that people were doing. Well, do you remember in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they were going through the the tunnel on that boat? They actually did chop off a real chicken's head during that scene. <laughs> yeah, like that's pretty gnarly. You know, since then we've 
progressed a little bit. You know, animals are not treated not nearly a, a percentage, a fraction as bad as they used to be. Back then it was bonkers. Well, they were more disposable back then, or at least considered to be. Well, I hope they ate the chicken afterwards. I mean, it would be a waste of a good chicken. Yeah, really. But no. No, to be honest with you, if they want to do this stuff, you know what? You, could probably, you should just argue freaking Peter. Send them off to like somewhere like India or Pakistan where they basic where animals basically walk on the on the city street. You know, well, and all, not you necessarily because in like India, I think it's goat meat is like their is their number one eight meat. Right. Well, they can't eat beef that much, so you know. Yeah, well, but you yeah, know, the fact of the matter is, you know, those people in the in they have you know dense population. They basically stuff livestock onto passenger trains. I wonder if if even though like the Witcher like ratings like people you know people don't like the storyline that much, but a lot of people do tune into it. I wonder if Pete is just trying to ride the coattails of yeah, well, exactly a lot of people are watching said, this. Hey, this thing's popular. I'm gonna try and barge in. Yeah, just to yeah, yeah. grind their little, exactly. little that, agenda in there. Does. Like anything that's super super popular, Peta's like, wham, slams in through the door. That's and, mine. And if the audience didn't oh, like yeah. the Witcher now, they're really not going to like it after this. Like that. Who like who does this help? Does it help the ferret in the cage? No, it fucking doesn't. It doesn't help it, anyone. It does. <laughs> it just nothing. gets people angry. Right, and I just wanted to enjoy my, t you know, my well-made TV show. <laughs> yeah, right. Now that reminds me, I still got to watch Cobra Kai, uh, Cobra Kai season four. Oh, that's that seems to be doing the best one right there. You know, it's oh yeah, Disney's ass. But yeah, overall, you know, if you you know if you want to do your, you got to do it. At, if you want to put animals on the show, you either you do it well, you do it properly, or you know, do it the quote unquote humane route. Okay. Make sure you get one that's not just simply going to go over and start humping the actor. Yeah. Or like you know, get one. Make sure it's well trained. You know? I don't think this whole PETA situation is going to hurt The Witcher at all. You know, I think it's just audience scores are eventually going to to do that. If they derail themselves too crazy and get woke, if unfortunately if that's what happens, and then the market's going to decide. It's not PETA. Yeah. But what about my camels? Like, no. Fuck the camels. No one cares about that. <laughs> like, sorry, but it, it, it's, it that's the, not it the problem. Scene for 30 seconds. Yeah, that's Chill. not the problem here. No. <laughs> Alright, All right. should we move on to the next one? Or? Yeah, Fair thing, let's do it. Item. Yeah. Here's another one that's going to do your head in, and it's just oh, something that's been dragged out for quite some time. Lumotech oh, columnist argues video games are still sexist, admits he's uncomfortable playing titles featuring female characters in skimpy outfits. So I mean, he would really hate GTA 5 online. Actually, no, no, no. This man <laughs> should literally move over and become like a friggin', you know, go become a Buddhist monk where he can't be tempted by women in... in Scantily clad women. For all the I mean, furries if, if out he's there, a... this particular individual would freak the crap out. It's like Uber. <laughs> well, it, I guess if he's more into guys, he could just play more guy-related games. Then he doesn't have to look at the women if he's so disgusted by their beautiful appearance. Mm. Ooh. Like, no, actually, yeah. he want, no, 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 no. He basically would, would would love living in the Middle East 
where women have to cover themselves up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't. <laughs> Reading this, I keep going back to the old Dragonheart movie, the first one, where they said they didn't oh, yeah. want to have a female actress who was all thin and stuff. They needed one with a bit of meat on her. I mean, the actress they got was really good for the role, which it's difficult to find nowadays, unfortunately, since they usually put their heads up their ass. But See, I'm having... I'm, ha I'm having a problem understanding how this is sexist. How is showing a beautiful, healthy that's woman? It. How is that sex? Like, is it sexist to show you know protagonist male characters as large and buff and muscular? Is that objectifying men? No, it's just a part of their character, I guess. And if women look beautiful and attractive, then isn't that just you know what people want to see? How is that bad thing? I, I think the big issue that this particular individual is, is voicing is the fact that the female characters have skimpy outfits. Okay. That's, that's where it ends. Like, they, they're like, what? It's like, what? What? The what? So, so what? Don't choose your character to be in a skimpy outfit. Most yeah, or don't play the game if you're so offended. Choice. If you have a choice of the wardrobe, don't don't wear don't put the skimpy outfit on. <laughs> right? That's just so silly. And you know, and his this person's choice of game when he rejoiced to was of all things Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dot. Yeah, that was I mean look, fantastic game. Fantastic game. But that's you know, it's a coming of age story, but this person says, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn serves as an oh-so-rare example that there is a big market for games that portray women as smart and resourceful actors rather than as pawns, victims, of, and objects of male desire. Whoa, whoa, what do you mean oh-so-rare? One of the original games, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, hell, she was both hot and intelligent and resourceful and a freaking billionaire action hero. Get real. Still Come on now. Day, you know, even the modern versions of Tomb Raider... Yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah, what, what's wrong with that? Scroll down, Jolt. Scroll down. They 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 talk about Laura Croft. Oh, good. They, good. Yep. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, look at all these wonderful photos. Wonderful photos. Okay. Bayonetta. The, why? Like. Okay, let's read this ah. segment here. As a video game enthusiast, Kingston, I find it uncomfortable playing leading titles like Tomb Raider. Genshin Impact or Bayonetta, all of which feature female characters and skills. Are you kidding me? Uh, really, though? So you're totally shorts, neglecting shorts, the fact that she's a badass? Well, wow. You know, and Bayonetta was basically this provocative by design. Well, yeah, that's kind of the name of the game. And again, you know, culture shock being what it is. It's kind of a cool design, too, actually. Yeah. It's like, and but it's, yeah, and Bayonetta does they have show any skin. Even so, like, it's fine as it is. Really tight, but it does, when you, you know, when you really come down to it, Bayonetta does have some pretty lewd elements. Yeah, but who actually plays a video game like this and is offended if a character has a skimpy outfit on? I mean, re like, really? Do you actually, like, no get personally life, aggravated? I mean, these people must have no fun in their lives whatsoever. 
be because they're always nitpicking. It's like, oh, that person's wearing the wrong color of freaking t-shirt. How dare they? Or the boob plate isn't the right shape. <laughs> Mandalorian. There's too much skin showing. Have yeah, what the heck? Yeah, sorry to break it to you guys, but males and females have different physical physiques. Didn't know if you guys realized that. You know, you can't always uh, be dressed in heavy fucking armor and be like some thin woman who's also a cool action figure as well. You know, sometimes that just doesn't happen. Reading through the rest of the article is just just a train wreck, <laughs> right? Uh, like, there's really no argument even stated. Oh, there's well, a there's a wonderful, just... wonderful thing way down in in this article that's just a picture uh, that says, "Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right." Oh, perfect. There you go. Exactly. Ah, uh, but who's the offended one? Yeah. Whoever wrote this article. Like, yeah, Actually, no, it's, it's whoever made this whole complaining about it is just... No, first off, right, well, get to a live comment first. Because there's, then, a, then you know what games they should be playing? How about uh, Tetris? Right? No humans, just, just blocks. Okay? Go yeah, play with your blocks instead. Or uh, What's this live comment, Joel? Uh, that's, um, Ice Katoon says, there's also Metroid, right? Oh, <laughs> exactly. Example of a thing, because, you know, Samus... <laughs> The titular character is, yeah, you know, covered in a, you know, a power suit. No complaint Pokemon. about that one. It, it, it's when skin shown. Literally every single one of their uh, references that they reference, it's because skin is showing. Okay, uh, so like, either they're sounding like, super like the woke, skin, like someone shows the skin on their back or they their their thighs. It's like. Oh, yeah, like no, uh, either too much lewd. No, see that's that's where this goes full circle. Either they're super like way far lefty woke, or they're like this. deep this. conservative Hyper Christian housewives. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I think this is um this is ultra like it's a mixture of both. And I'll still read this to you. You're gonna like this. Take him says I'd like to play top titles but like Marionetta and Genshin Impact in front of my family without the cringe and embarrassment of playing in front of your family, dude. You, I, if if you are a fucking grown man and you feel this way, you're uh, looking too into it. it either Buy they're like a twenty-inch TV, put it in your fucking bedroom, <laughs> grab your own console, and go play in your room. I mean. People have been doing or, that for decades. Or maybe no one's going to give a shit about what games you play. You know, who's judging you? Maybe start playing that fairy well, dating well, maybe, game. Maybe people aren't <laughs> going to be paying attention to the character and actually paying attention to what's going on in the game. You know, maybe oh you uh, have a few skeletons in your closet that need to be shaken out. Let's see what we have here. Kim seemed rather proud of his article that was trending on know. Twitter. Oh, but, but unfortunately for it's him, like... it was not the reason he'd hoped. Yeah, but the thing was, Bummer. you know, you're right because he's on that account. If you're when he's when you say he's like a puritanical, you know, yeah, like an Amish or something, like right. no skin showing, you know, indecency. But then it's like about feminism or so. It's some weird. Ch These people are crazy. I mean, radicals on both sides, man. It's kind of fucked. 
and then there's like I mean I I understand both points, but I want to ride the frickin' fence right in the middle. So help me, if they make Lara Croft like a 350 pound feminist with purple hair, I'm gonna flip out. It, you you want to know what <laughs> I was I was angry at? What? If you if you look through the Sly Cooper series, Sly Cooper one, two, three. Three, they made Carmelita Montoya Fox a board, and it made me fear. Ah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It was like, bruh, you can't just go and completely remove what made the character the character other than the personality and still just be like, nope, it's the same person. And even then, you know, you've got games that are intended for children which have women in, you know... Uh, less, very like, scantily clothing. Right, like, you know, remember Star Fox Adventures? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, really. I mean, Sly Cooper's the same thing. Right, Let's you're exactly real. right on that point. <laughs> but yeah, my goodness... Just like, silly. like, okay, I... I, I... This individual has a very interesting perceived notion of what's hypersexualized and what's not. They do, yeah. Actually, in one of the uh, the paragraphs they were talking about, they were comparing Lara Croft to someone who I, I mentioned earlier, like this big, buff, muscular man, and they were saying that's also objectifying, but they were more concerned about Lara Croft for some reason. Not really sure why. The Raider because of heaven forbid that women have the bottom hand in it and aren't and aren't given off as this strong individual. No, I mean, like, you can still be, but still look pretty. Yeah, right. The thing is, if, if you're going to make someone who has a shovel face for a chick in a video game, and that's the character that you make me play, I'm literally going to play as zoomed out as far as possible and never <laughs> look at my character. I'm going to skip all the cutscenes. Right? Yeah. Like, why even bother? It's just going to be like, no, I'm not going to look at this box of a person. <laughs> anyway, um, I think with this segment, though, we need to come up with practical solutions for how how men should not feel uncomfortable playing with games with, you know, underdressed women. Don't play the fucking game to begin with. Yeah, Holy don't shit. be a freaking simp. <laughs> come on. Well, well, there's don't simp. There's don't dress your character in that outfit if you don't want to be seen in it. There is, uh, let's see, maybe you shouldn't play that game in public is, is option C. Or option D is uh, look into other games other than Call of Duty or Resident Evil. Or, in the worst case scenario, you know, I go back to school and... God forbid. No, don't go to school. You'll just get more woke. <laughs> no, no. Well, you have to first learn, like, you know, women are the way they are. Yeah, but I would just say don't be a male feminist. Like, How about that? Yeah, d yeah. Just That's go with that. <laughs> bottom <laughs> line. Like, really. Don't, don't try to make everyone equal. Don't, don't, don't bring equity into the frickin' situation. Or how about you learn to appreciate the design of the character if they're pretty and they're also smart and courageous and adventurous and all that cool stuff, then cool. That's a great part of their character, whatever. Yeah, or better yeah, how do you about you learn to appreciate women as, you know, 
as human beings apart. From exactly. Them. Yeah, sure. That's it. Yeah, not that hard. Yeah. I've never been offended by a video game ever I, that I could possibly yeah. think of. I really haven't. Like I mean, the design of a video being, game, you know? no. The the narration because of the choices in a video game, maybe. I mean, like character designs in this kind of crazy agenda regard. Like, no, nah, I no. don't give a shit. No, come on. No, and that's the thing. I've been insulted by a video game for specifically taking a path that lets you get insulted or is insultable. I oh, that's funny. Mad at a game just for the simple fact of the game being a game. <laughs> well, was it the Stanley Parable, the one that narrates what you do? One of them, yes. I about that's a my good one with one of them, and it, it was just like, <laughs> Dude. you just broke the fourth wall so hard. <laughs> I love it. That's but such a good yeah, game, no, bro. It, character design does not matter this much. Let's put it at that. It matters in the context of the game because you want characters to be pretty smart, whatever. Or fun to play, at least. Yeah, I mean, okay. Because it immediately comes to mind with this oh, woe is me character mentality is um, GTA V. You have Michael and the contrast of Trevor or Lester. Mm hmm. Looking at someone who you would rather play as if they were the three options given to you who's going to choose Lester? For <laughs> being real. Sure, he's got really cool tech, but he's utterly useless in the physical department. Mm. That's true. Oh, there's that. But at the end of the day, though, this, this person just has a big gripe about how women are designed. Oh, heaven forbid, skin. skin. I, I don't even I, think it's necessarily about the design. It's the fact that they're in skimpy outfits. Yeah. Like, you skimpy know. outfits. It's the clothing. Yeah. That's so contradictory, man. I, I can't even. I can't even. I mean, if he wants, if he lives his life like this, can you imagine how boring his bachelor party would be? <laughs> what bachelor party? His life. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, it's party. funny you think he'd, he'd have a bachelor party. Come on, no, he'd yeah, probably he'd be, be like. <laughs> no, that'd be too sexist. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. All right. So we've basically come to you know the end of that. This, so you know, what a way to start off the year, right? Oh, oh, guys, a great comment here from Ice Kid Zoom. He says, "Uh, either they want body exception or they want body shaming. They always flip flop on the two, and it's basically the same thing, right? You can't look too pretty, otherwise bad. But you can't yeah. <laughs> like you can't what? Be too ugly or bad. You have to be yeah. Well, what is it? Margin of of area, but you know they keep stretching that area into." the ugly fathom and keep shrinking it into the pretty pretty. Oh, so it's just that's like so funny. I have to wonder pound brawl whale of a person who can't even get up off their bed is acceptable. I have to wonder if the fat phobia has to come into that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's more a beauty phobia. Yeah, right? It's called slut shaming. <gasps> oh no, you can't do that either. I will shame my sister. Crazy. It doesn't make any sense. They can do what they want. 
nobody listens to game journalists. Well, not the Honestly, good ones. If he wants to do like not this, the, though, you ones. know, he might as well convert to Islam and, you know, friggin' yeah, get himself just, a Muslim. Just get yeah. excited off toes. <laughs> yeah, or our ankle showing. Ooh. Ooh, it's showing some ankle. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Whoa. So a little risque. Well, there we go. So, what did you guys think? All up, like, how this week went. Like, could you, who, who wants to wrap up? Who forgets the NFTs? <laughs> NFTs were in the limelight for so short a period and then fell away so quickly. Everyone was like, hey, this is the thing. Oh, yeah, it's trash. Well, I think I after know, the monkey, it's... they just became a meme. It's yeah, flaring up even more with some of the companies actually pulling their heads out of like, their asses and going, let's go make NFTs. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd, not, I'd love to talk about it at some point, but it's just, you know, like everything just keeps overshadowing the NFTs. Like, oh, it's another NFT story. Oh, you know, everyone's just hopping on the NFT train. But Final Fantasy. <laughs> uh, I have to admit, I loved how this year has started. And I honestly can't wait to see the shitstorm that's going to be the rest of 2020. Makes me wonder how long, what someone has to do for a large portion of the community or even the populace at hand just to go, oh, we're obviously not helping our situation. I think that's already happening in the US, but that's my take. Yeah. So, Bear Wolf. But anything to wrap up this week? I'm stuff. enjoying the train wreck one car at a time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Maybe well, I would say uh, 2022 basically just feels like day 1250 of the year 2020. Like, it just seems to, like, I don't know, man. It doesn't even seem like 2020 kind of ended. It's still, like, the same crazy shit with all the lockdowns, all the wokeness, man. I don't know. Hopefully this year changes. Things get a little bit better. I'm hoping that Furcons kind of get their shit together, and we can actually get back to some semblance of normalcy. Hopefully. Yeah. That's and I'm, I'm hoping, hoping to, you know, for a couple of things, too. Like, I'm hoping that men can learn to be men again. Not like this guy who... Yeah, you damn right. You know? Sexy phobia. <laughs> and again, no, other stuff too, like hoping that you know, that events do go on. And, you know, let's see how the train ride plays out. You know, I think I think we're basically in for something that's not gonna be boring. Despite, you know, lockdown times a thousand. So, without any further ado, as always, thanks you all. Thank you for listening and tuning in. I hope you enjoyed as much as we did making it. You know, what a way to kick off the year. And I assure you, you know, you won't, you know, you'll have, you won't be bored, with, with, especially with how things are playing out. As always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, BitChute, and you know, more platforms further down the line as we expand. So. This is us signing off, starting 2022. Farewell, and until next time. Bye. It begins. Ha-ha.